0: Hi, I'm Daniel J. Lewis from the audacitytopodcast.com, and this is a special video edition of my normally audio podcast. If you'd like to learn more about how to podcast or how to use Audacity, go check out the audacitytopodcast.com. Otherwise, enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast episode 110: 8 time-saving tips and tricks for editing audio with Audacity. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the award-winning how-to podcast about podcasting and using Audacity, the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the podcast where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. Every five episodes, I choose to focus on Audacity. Even though I've now moved on to using Adobe Audition for my own audio editing, I still highly recommend Adobe Audacity and think that you should use it too. And here are eight tips and tricks to help you speed up your editing inside of Audacity. It could be any kind of audio editing. It could be a podcast. It could be a music project. It could be an audio drama. It could be some kind of promo. It could just be some kind of uh, home project or editing a recording of a sermon or anything like that. Any kind of audio editing you're doing with Audacity will benefit from these eight time-saving tricks and tips that I'm going to share with you. Now I have these tips over in the show notes for this episode or just below this video, but you can go to com slash 110 to see this full list of tips and tricks and see some screenshots and any links that I mentioned as well. And you can subscribe to the podcast over there too. So let's jump into this. Tip number one, zoom shortcuts. When we're working with Audacity, we might be at a particular zoom level, and we have these zoom buttons in the upper right section, or depending on your screen resolution, you've got these zoom buttons though, and you can go up and press those. To zoom in zoom out but that's a little bit cumbersome it's a little bit slow and especially if you're zoomed in at a certain level and you need to zoom out to get to some other spot to zoom into these kinds of things can really take up time so number one tip here are use the zoom shortcuts to zoom in use command one on os 10 or control one on windows or linux and that zooms in based on where your cursor is so if I place my cursor at a particular point and start pressing Control 1 or Command 1 on OS Ten, then it's zooming in to where my cursor is or my time selection in my audio timeline. Zoom out by pressing Command 3 on OS Ten or Control 3 on Windows and Linux. And that zooms out. And I can zoom out to whatever level that I want to. Zoom in to whatever level that I want to. If you want to jump back to the normal zoom level... Whatever that is, you might not know if you're trying to zoom in and zoom out to a particular level, but you want to jump back to the normal level, press Command 2 on OS X or Control 2 on Windows, and that will take you back to the normal zoom level. Now, if you want to do some more drastic zooming, like see your entire project inside of your window... Then press Command-F on OS X or Control-F on Windows, and this will zoom out to your entire project. Now, don't worry if this takes a little bit of time, because the bigger your project is, the more time this is going to take to zoom out. So your computer has not locked up, Audacity hasn't crashed, it just takes it some time. The more complex and the longer your project is, the longer it will take to zoom out to this full view of fitting everything inside of the window. So that's command F on OS 10 or control F on Windows to fit, that's where the F comes in, to fit everything within your window. Now that's everything horizontally but if you have multiple tracks of your project then you might have to do the scrolling up and down in order to see all of your tracks. Now I just duplicated a track for an example but it doesn't all fit inside of my window. So no matter how I zoom by pressing Command 1 or Command 3 or Command F on OS X or any of the equivalents for Windows, no matter how I do that zoom, I still have to scroll up and down. Well, there's another quick shortcut for this that will fit all of your tracks vertically inside of your window, and that is press Shift-Command-F on OS X or Shift-Control-F on Windows, and this resizes your tracks Vertically, so they fit within your window. Now, depending on the size of your screen, you may see more or fewer tracks, but this will be a way that you can see them all and see how all of the tracks line up with each other vertically so you can move things around and continue with your audio editing. So that fits everything vertically in the window. Shift Command F or Shift Control F if you're on Windows or Linux. Now maybe keyboard shortcuts aren't quite the thing for you. Now I I highly recommend keyboard shortcuts because they help you save time. That's what all of these tips and tricks are about saving you time in your audio editing. But if you want to combine your mouse with this then on OS X hold down command or on Windows or Linux hold down the control key and then use your scroll wheel and you'll notice that you can zoom in and out of your project. Now this time instead of zooming in and out based on where your selection cursor is, that's the little line in your audio project, this is zooming in and out based on where your mouse cursor is. So I could place my selection cursor anywhere on the screen. It could be off the screen. doesn't matter. But where my mouse cursor is, is where I'm zooming in. So it's a quick way that just position your mouse where you want to zoom in, hold down command if you're on OS X or control if you're on Windows or Linux and use your scroll wheel. Now the direction that you turn your scroll wheel really depends on a lot of things now. Traditionally you would have scrolled up to zoom in and scrolled down to zoom out. Well OS X flipped that a couple years ago and some other computers and operating systems also flip that or they give you the option to flip it. So Here's what you do. Hold down command or control on your, pro- on your computer, use the scroll wheel either on your mouse or on your touchpad or your two-finger scrolling, whatever, and then remember which direction it works for you because I can't give you an absolute direction. There is no absolute direction. It's different for different people. So those are all zooming shortcuts that you can use to quickly zoom in, zoom out, and get around inside of your project. I'll have these in the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 110 if you want to review these. Also, we have some other scrolling shortcuts. Now, normally the scroll wheel, if you have a basic project with maybe just one or two tracks inside of Audacity, the scroll wheel won't do anything. If you scroll up and down, nothing's going to happen. If you've got a lot of tracks, then scrolling up and down will scroll up and down vertically between your tracks but it doesn't scroll along the timeline hold down the shift key on windows os 10 or linux then when you use the scroll wheel on your mouse or on your touchpad or whatever device you have that has a scrolling capability then this lets you scroll left and right in your timeline this is fantastic for if you just need to make that quick little scroll and you don't want to take your right or your left hand off the mouse then just hold down the shift key and scroll with the mouse. Again, depending on your operating system and your settings, you may have to scroll up to scroll left or you may have to scroll down to scroll left. Just test it on your computer and then remember which direction it is that works for you. So the scroll shortcuts can save a lot of time instead of having to go around, click and realize you clicked too far. But this makes it so much easier to just make those subtle scrolls or if you've got one of those mouse wheels that instead of having the clicking sound, That little clicking sound, you can press a button and then you get a smooth sound from your mouse. Well, this can be a quick way that you can scroll through your project is when you hold down the shift key, turn it so that your wheel can just freely spin and then spin it, then you can really quickly jump to sections in your audio. It is a fantastic way to save time in editing your audio projects. That's number two. Number three, maybe you know the exact time that you want to jump to in your project. And there's a way to do that inside of Audacity. Now, it's not so simple as just a jump to command. It's a little bit different than that. Make sure that you have the selection toolbar enabled. That's the toolbar that's normally at the bottom of the Audacity window that has the project rate, the selection start, uh, selectors for end or length, and an audio position thing. That's the Selection Toolbar. If you don't see it, then go up to the View menu, go to the Toolbars, and place a checkmark on Selection Toolbar. So assuming that you see this, go to the field just underneath Selection Start, and it will say whatever time of where your cursor is. Now you can right-click on this and change how it measures that time to be more precise, less precise, whatever. I leave it at the basic hours, minutes, and seconds because I don't really need super precision numbers there. I do super precise selections, but I don't really care what number displays there. So just make sure that Snap 2 is not checked. But here's what we can do. If we know a particular time that we want to jump to in our project, let's say we want to jump to 8 minutes and 15 seconds. So we just enter that in there, press Enter. Now here's the thing, your display will not change yet. What you need to do after this is double tap the space bar. This will quickly play and then pause your recording. And this is how we get around the fact that Audacity doesn't jump. But Audacity's default behavior is to follow your selection bar as it's playing. So if you start playing and the selection bar is outside of the screen, it'll jump to wherever that selection bar is. So after I've entered my time and pressed enter, then double tap the space bar and you heard it play just a little bit of audio there, that's because it jumped to 8 minutes and 15 seconds, and I'm now at that point, and I see that point in my audio, and I can hold down the shift key and use my scroll wheel to scroll left or right if I want, or I can zoom in by pressing command 1 or command 3 or anything like that to be able to zoom in and zoom out of my project or use the Shortcut with my mouse, anything like that. So I can do my audio editing from here on out. Now, speaking of editing, if you're recording a podcast, audio drama, anything like that, I highly recommend that you keep a little notepad next to you. And whenever you know there's a spot that you're going to need to edit, you might be the producer, you might be one of the talents, whatever. If you can do this or have someone else do this for you, maybe when you make a face or something, keep a log of where you're going to need to make edits later. This can save you a ton of time just keeping this log because instead of having to listen to your entire project to find out those areas you need to edit, you have a list of the areas that you need to edit. But here's the tip. Backwards editing. Very, very key. This is instead of editing forward where we edit what's at the beginning, then what's at the end, or through that progression, we're editing things backward. Here's the problem. Let's say I want to make an edit at 8 minutes and 15 seconds. So in my project, this is a sample project, by the way, from my Once Upon a Time podcast, which you can check out at onespodcast.com. I did a special review of the soundtrack by Mark Isham for the TV show Once Upon a Time. So here's a little sample of how this project sounds. It's my voice and then some music of The Curse. So maybe I decide I want to cut out part of that. So that's one section right there at about 8 minutes and 15 seconds where I'm going to need to make an edit. Well, let's also say that I want to remove about a minute of just rabbit trail that I went on starting at 2 minutes. At the 2 minute mark, I need to remove one minute of audio because I just went on some rabbit trail and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't need to be in there. So we'll say I need to edit that. So here's the problem. If you edit forwards and you start at the beginning and make that edit at two minutes, because you have on your list that you need to make an edit at two minutes and you need to make an edit at eight minutes and 15 seconds. Now, when we either jump to or scroll to the section at eight minutes and 15 seconds, it's gone. Because what I was going to edit at 8 minutes and 15 seconds is now moved because I removed a minute of audio before it. Now instead of being at 8 minutes and 15 seconds, it's at 7 minutes and 15 seconds. And you can see how this will just become an exponential problem if you have a lot of edits and you're editing forward. Because if we're removing one minute each time, for example, by the time that you get to the end of a... Of a project where you needed to remove five minutes total, your last clip that you need to edit is going to be five minutes different than the section that you had marked on your log. So instead, edit this backwards. Go to the last point that you need to edit. So we'll go to eight minutes and 15 seconds, grab my audio, remove that, and that only changes the flow of everything that's after that, which If I'm starting from the end, that's fine. Then I can go to my point at two minutes and remove that minute of fluff that I just went on a rabbit trail that doesn't need to be there. So I delete that and it's fine. So edit backwards will save you a lot of time, a lot of frustration, and especially keeping track of those times that you know you're going to need to edit that later will save you a ton of time from having to listen to your full podcast or your full project and Find those areas to edit. Instead, these are the areas that stood out to you while you're recording it, while you're producing it, and then you go back and edit those things backwards and you'll be good. So that's number four backwards editing. Now, tip number five maybe you didn't keep a log of those areas that you need to edit, or you just for your sake, you want to listen to your whole project and edit as you go. Well, then it's going to take at least however long your project is to just listen to it in order to edit it, let alone how much time it takes you to make your edits as you go along. So if you get, if you have a one-hour project, then it's going to take you at least one hour just to listen to it to know what sections you need to add it, edit, and then add to that that it may take 30 minutes of additional editing work. Well, here's a way to speed this up. And I want to give props to my friend Dave Jackson from School of Podcasting for also discovering this around the same time as I did, and he shared this audacity tip in his podcast, which I'll have a link to that specific episode in the show notes at the slash 110 But the tip is, change your playback speed. So in Audacity, you need to have this transcription toolbar enabled. If you don't have it enabled, it's a little play button with a slider control next to it. Go to the View menu, go to Toolbars, and make sure that there's a check mark next to Transcription Toolbar. This will usually be above your audio project, your waveform, maybe to the far right, maybe just above. It depends on how big your screen is. But it's just this one little green play button. And the little slider, and this adjusts your playback speed. So here's a sample of my audio from this podcast episode at onespodcast.com, and you're going to hear me at normal speed. Upon a time, he's also a promoter. I follow him on Twitter, and I recommend that you follow him too. So I sound pretty normal there. I was using a different microphone at that time, but still, I sound like me. I sound normal. Well, now let's go to the, pre- the transcription section and drag this little slider and when you move it around you'll see that it's saying your playback speed will be 1.5x 2.0x all the way up to 3x you can also drag it down as low as 0.01x but this is how fast it's going to play your audio now this is the speed This isn't just the tempo, this is speed, so it will change the tempo, how quickly you're saying things, and it will change the pitch, but this is only changing how it sounds to you as you press play. Now if you move this up, because this can be a way for you to save time in your editing instead of listening to everything at the exact time that it occurs, so one second for one second and so on so listening to an hour long project takes an hour, you could double your speed so that you listen to an hour project in half an hour. This is how I listen to podcasts. I like to listen to them at double speed because I can usually get the same gist of what they're saying and consume a lot more content in the same amount of time. Now in Audacity though, This is going to put a smile on your face, which many of us could really use a smile on our faces when we're doing audio editing. Isn't that true? So this is going to sound a bit different because it's also changing the pitch of your audio, but keep in mind this is only the playback. So again, here's my normal voice. And what's really awesome is he's not just a composer. So that's my normal voice and I get that when I press the play button no matter how I've adjusted the playback speed. If you want the playback speed to come into effect for how you're listening, then you have to click the Play at Speed button, which is right next to the selector, and this is all inside of that transcription toolbar. So when we press the Play at Speed, you're going to hear me at double speed. What's really awesome is he's not just a composer for once upon a time, he's also a promoter. I follow him on Twitter, My <laughs> I recommend that you follow him too. It's Mark Isham. that's M-A-R-K-I-S-H-A-M, and also I'll have a link to... Oh my, now I sound like a chipmunk. And like I said, this will put a smile on your face as you're editing your audio. And we could all use that smile. But as crazy as it sounds, this can be a way for you to edit your podcast, your audio, whatever, at double speed. But just keep in mind, everything's going to be at double speed, even the music as this will sound. It's at double speed and the pitch is different. Now if you want to stop the playback of this double speed or whatever times that you set it at, then you can just press the space bar or press the normal play pause button and that will stop it. If you want to resume playback at that fast speed, then you have to press the play button on the transcription toolbar that says play at speed. So this can be a way to edit your audio much quicker because you are listening to it at double speed. So instead of listening for an hour, you could be listening for half an hour and edit an hour long project in an hour or even less than an hour because you're listening to it <laughs> super fast. You're listening to Chippendale basically with your audio project. It's crazy, but it works. And wouldn't you like to save time if it works? And Believe me, you want to do it. You want to hear yourself. You want to hear your voice or your boss's voice or someone's voice sounding like a chipmunk. You can find out more about what I did there over at theaudacitypodcast.com. But for this episode... <laughs> yeah, and we can adjust that. So that was at 1.5x. I'll move it down to 1 point... Or that was at 2x. I'll move it down to 1.5x. You can find out more about what I did there over at the com. So you can check that out to learn how or to edit your audio much more quickly. So that's tip five. The sixth tip is labels. Labels are kind of a forgotten feature of Audacity because we think of Audacity as just being audio editing, but you can also put in some labels to help you with your audio editing. This can make navigating your project easier because you'll know you can mark a spot and be able to quickly find and remember whatever that spot is for whatever reason you have now to do this first you need a label track it's going to look kind of like a blank audio track but this is just for labels so go to the tracks menu go to add new and then click label track you'll get this blank label and there are a couple ways that you can add labels to this actually a few ways one is you could just click inside of the label and type so I've clicked and I'll type in there this spot needs editing There might be another spot where I decide that, oh, yeah, at one minute and 30 seconds, I need to insert an ad here. So I'm creating point labels. There are two different kinds of labels that you can create, point labels and region labels. Point labels just refer to a spot. So it could be like I say, ad starts here, or intro is here, anything like that. These are just points. But labels don't have to be just points. They could also be regions. And the way that I could create a region, there are a couple ways I could create a region. Either create the point label and then drag the little triangle handle that you'll see next to your label out and this creates a region label. The other way that you can create a region label is select your audio, whether you have Uh, sync lock tracks enabled it doesn't matter but select your audio and press command b on os 10 or control b on windows and linux and this will turn your selection into a region label so i'll say this area needs cleaning up so now i have my label now here's what's also really cool this is a way that you can remember selections of audio not just that something is here, but you can select that thing. So with this set, click on your label and it will select, on a region label that is, it will select that region of audio. Now it will select the area closest to your label track. So this might be the areas above and below or this might be one track above it. But the best way, if you want to make sure that you get all of your tracks selected, is enable the sync lock tracks feature. Then when you click on your label region, then you can do your edits. You can do whatever you need to podcast.com slash 41 because you have selected your audio and now you can delete it. You can move it around you can do whatever you want. This is a great way to remember selections of audio. So those are a couple ways that you can add label tracks but you could also do it while you're listening to your project. So this works great for if we've got our playback speed at 2x and while we're going we want to just quickly mark the spots we're going to have to go back and edit. So the way we do this is on OS 10 press command period on Windows or Linux press Control m The reason it's different this time is because Command-M on OS X minimizes a window, so you won't want that to happen while you're listening. But I'll set my project here at 2x speed, and then play it back, and I'll play it back a little bit quietly too, so it doesn't conflict with my voice. So I've got the project going in the background, and I decide, ooh, right there is a spot I need to edit. So I press Command-period, and it adds a spot. And I could even quickly label my spot. Add goes here and press enter, and it save that label. So I keep listening, and I find another spot that I need to edit. Okay, that's a spot I need to edit. And then here's another spot I need to edit. And here's another spot I need to edit. And boy, we just got to make a lot of edits here. So, oh, there's another spot I need to edit. So very quickly, I get to place my labels inside my audio while I'm listening to it. And that is by pressing command period on OS 10 or Control m on Windows or Linux. To delete a label, select the text or edit the text inside the label, remove it, and then when you have no text left in the label, then press the delete or the backspace key one more time and the label is gone. Or you could also just remove the whole label track. To move a label around, click on the little circle in between the triangle handles and that allows you to move it left and right along your timeline. And if your labels are going to overlap each other, like if you've got a lot of text but several labels in the same section, then they intelligently reposition vertically so that they're not right on top of each other but then you can still read both of them. This is a great way to add notes to your audio to remember sections to edit and especially a way for you to save time while you are recording. And in fact, speaking of while you're recording, you can even add these labels while you're recording. So while I'm recording here, I realized that uh, I just said something I need to edit. So I press the command period key on my Mac or control M on Windows, and it adds that point to say, this is a spot I'm going to need to edit. This is a fantastic way to save time in your audio project and not have to worry about finding these things later, but you can mark them and very quickly find them. This also works great if you are editing a project along with someone else. So you can mark for someone else's benefit that this is a particular section, this is a particular section, we need to put the ad here or I want you to put the sound clip here. Anything like that, you can insert it in your track so you don't have to send a message with it to say at such and such time, do this. Now, when you have these labels in your audio project. It's also important that you remember to select your labels when you are editing your audio. So if we have a label track and we insert something here, then if I treat this like another audio track, make sure that you either have sync lock tracks enabled or you drag down to include the audio. So as I include audio that includes one of these label tracks, I select audio that includes a label track and one of my specific label points, then I press delete. It will also delete my audio. So keep that in mind as you're working with audio tracks because you label tracks because you don't want your labels to get mispositioned as well. You want them to stay with your audio. So I really recommend editing with sync lock tracks enabled anyway, and that helps ensure that everything stays together. So that's tip number six, labels. Tip seven, chains. Now I talked about chains in Audacity on both a video in YouTube and a video over on my website, but if you want to check out to learn how to set up and use chains in Audacity, go to the slash 95. You can read the show notes there, watch the video, listen to the episode, but I explain how you can use chains to save time. Because you could use chains to automate a whole bunch of things and remember special effects settings that you use. You could use chains to run multiple processes at a time, like maybe you like to compress your project from being stereo to mono, then you run a normalization on it, then you run a special effect, then you run compressor on it, then you renormalize it, and then you save it as a WAV file. All of that can be set inside a chain. It's a major way to save time. Anything that you find yourself doing a whole lot, repetitive tasks, so that you have this particular workflow of repetitive tasks, Turn it into a chain and it will save a lot of time because you won't have to keep going through your project and doing each one of those steps. So, for example, I have a chain in my project where I have a particular set of Chris's dynamic compressor settings that I like to apply to my audio. So when I select my audio, or I could select an entire track and I choose to apply the chain, I apply it, it runs the compressor settings on that portion of my audio and i don't have to remember my settings this is fantastic because some plugins do not remember their settings or do not let you save presets this is a way you can save presets and save time editing your audio with audacity and the eighth way and final way for you to well i wouldn't say final but final on my list for you to save time editing audio in audacity are keyboard shortcuts. Keyboard shortcuts are a fantastic way to speed up your workflow because you could have one hand on your mouse and one hand on the keyboard and that one hand on the keyboard could be helping you with these keyboard shortcuts. So that way your hand on the mouse doesn't have to move, your hand on the keyboard doesn't have to move, but you can do these tasks a lot more quickly than trying to find them through the menus using your mouse, scrolling to different sections and all of that. So some really helpful keyboard shortcuts just to throw a couple off the top of my head, you can create a new track by pressing Command-Shift-N on OS X, or that would be command control shift M N for new on Windows or Linux, or some of these other commands. Any kind of keyboard shortcut, you can learn these, many of these, by just looking at the menus. Whenever you go to a menu to click on something, look to see if there's a keyboard shortcut there and learn that. Try to remember that keyboard shortcut. Like, did you know that you can press J to jump to the beginning of a particular audio track and press K to jump to the end of a particular audio track? That's a lot better than what I was doing before. What I was doing was I would click to select the entire audio track, and I'd press either the left key or the right key or press um, home or end, but that wouldn't always work. So these kinds of things can really help speed up your workflow by using keyboard shortcuts now if you want a full list of these someone has made a nice little reference of keyboard shortcuts and i'll have a link to that in the show notes at the audacity to podcast.com slash 110 but the other place that you can go to see these keyboard shortcuts is look in the audacity preferences the way that you do this is on os 10 go to the audacity window On Windows and Linux, I believe that's also the same actually on Linux. On Windows, go to the Edit menu, but choose Preferences. In the Preferences, scroll down on the left side and click on Keyboard. And you'll get to see all of the keyboard shortcuts that are assigned to commands. You could even add or change your keyboard shortcuts here if you wanted to. Like something that I like to do is I find that I use the... uh, the normalization effect a lot. So I decided to make a keyboard shortcut for it. And on my particular computer in my workflow, I set shift command L to be my shortcut for the normalize effect. If you use fade in or fade out, you could assign a keyboard shortcut to that. And any kind of thing here, anything that's in a menu or any other command, you can assign keyboard shortcuts to these things or change the keyboard shortcuts to something that's easier for you to remember. Like even adjusting the playback speed, the input and output volumes, and certain things that you didn't know you could assign keyboard shortcuts to. You can by going here into the preferences. Also, while we're here, a kind of combination of keyboard and mouse shortcuts is click on the mouse section and this lets you see some of these mouse and keyboard shortcuts. Things like zooming in, zooming out, or scrolling left and right. You can adjust these things. Maybe you don't like holding down shift to scroll left and right. Well, you can change how you use that. Any of these commands or the uh, clicking commands, anything like that that's combined, a keyboard and a mouse, you can change these commands to be something else more memorable for you. Now, one thing to keep in mind, on the OS 10 version of Audacity... There's a little glitch in here that under the mouse section currently with version 2.0.2, it says control. but it actually means command. So if you see that just know that if it's saying control and you're on OS 10, it actually means command here. On Windows and Linux, that's not a problem because control is control. so they don't have that problem. But on OS 10, just keep that in mind they mislabeled it. That will probably be fixed in a future version. Maybe by the time you're watching this, that's no longer an issue. But if you're using version 2.0.0, 2.0.2, then that might be an issue for you. So keyboard shortcuts are another fantastic way to save time in your audio editing. So let's go through these again very quickly just to review. The eight tips and tricks of things, ways that you can save time editing audio with audacity. Number one, zoom shortcuts. Number two, scroll shortcuts. Number three, selection jump. Number four, backwards editing. Number five, playback speed. Number six, labels. Number seven, chains. And number eight, keyboard shortcuts. Now you can get this full list of tips and tricks by going to com slash 110 or you might see these tips and tricks just below the video and be able to jump to that link or check out these other things I've mentioned like the links to previous episodes where I talked about chains and such. Now I would love to hear from you. What did you think of this? What are your time-saving tips that you use whenever editing any kind of project in Audacity, whether it's music or podcasts or just regular speaking or audiobooks or dramas or anything like that, what do you do that saves you time while editing in Audacity? I'd love to hear from you. Please comment, comment just below this video, wherever you're watching this video. If there's a comment box, comment there, or you can go to com slash one one zero and comment on the blog post for this to be able to tell me what you do that saves you time in editing with audacity i'd love to hear your creative tips and you can get the links there at that same address or if there's anything you'd like me to cover in video or audio form for the audacity to podcast or talking about audacity please email me feedback at the to dot com or call 903 231 one or you can also go to the audacitypodcast.com and click on the send a voice message link to record a message right from your computer now if you go to the audacitypodcast.com you'll probably notice that it's now mobile friendly so check that out on your mobile device and it looks really cool I'm really happy with how it turned out big big thank you for voting for me in the podcast awards I'm thrilled and honored to say that the audacity to podcast won the award for number one tech podcast in 2012 this has been uh, it just blew me away that i won this award but thank you so much for voting and i hope that then you will also be an award winner with your podcast that's what this is about the audacity podcast Com. Please follow me on Twitter at the Ramen noodle, And check out the other episodes and subscribe, leave ratings and reviews on iTunes at TheAudacityPodcast.com. And now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Thank you so much for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcast to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more at techpodcast.com and be sure to check out our recent coverage of the Consumer Electronics Show, CES 2013, at tpn.tv.